This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Greg McBride of Allendale. Greg, what are we seeing taking place on the grains? Well, a strong start to the uh, soybean complex uh, this week. Uh, continue to talk about uh, dryness in uh, in Brazil. Uh, some of that uh, some of that rain falling in Argentina is helpful, but uh, the situation with their uh, their lack of soybeans from last season and carrying that over into uh, their actual crush this year uh, is still uh, infusing a little bit of positivity into this uh, the soybean market. So we uh, we see South America uh, imposing a little bit of, uh, of bullishness into our own market here. Greg, in your opinion, how much of this is switching over to the El Nino weather pattern and how much of this is just kind of an anomaly with the weather and what's happening in South America right now? It's a little bit of both. Uh, we are starting to see some of this uh, El Nino uh, pattern uh, roll into Argentina, which is needed. They need to see this uh, this moisture uh, roll in there. Um, but uh, Brazil has a little bit of an anomaly, similar to what we had uh, this past uh, spring and summer, where you had rain that was coming in uh, from the west. It just couldn't break through that barrier to get into the Midwest. And so you had ended up with drier, uh, drier areas in the plains and the uh, the, the west and, and uh, across most of the Midwest uh, uh, for uh, the bulk of the the growing season. And we had uh, we see that happening down in Brazil right now, where there's rain that's coming into that southern portion of the country, but it's just not able to break through. There's a ridge or there's some sort of an anomaly that is holding it back from getting into that uh, that center. Uh, and uh, and western portion of the uh, uh, of the country, and it's staying drier over there. So we may uh, continue to see this over the next few weeks. They did have some uh, localized heavy rains over the weekend, but nothing that was uh, that was widespread enough to uh, to give full on relief. So we we start our week uh, with a little bit of uh, excitement uh, going higher in the uh, uh, in the beans. Now, if you look at where the uh, where the USDA had us for our, our ending stocks on the last uh, report uh, in October as, as we come up to the next one here on Thursday, we are appropriately priced right now for uh, for soybeans. So at this uh, 220-ish uh, level for uh, for ending stocks, this is about where we should be priced. So this is, uh, this is not uh, uh, out of the realm of possibilities to see maybe a little more up and maybe a little more back as we uh, start to, uh, to play that game going into the and you mentioned that WASDE report coming up on Thursday. Greg, is this one that is a considered more of a quieter WASDE report, or is this one that typically moves the market a little bit? This one can move the market just a little bit. We feel like the USDA kind of has the uh, has the uh, the production numbers, maybe the uh, the yields pretty well dialed in at this point. They don't make a lot of changes to this. So this is going to be more of a, what do we do as far as changes on demand? Is it going to be exports? Maybe it's crush, maybe it's ethanol, just depending on which uh, which market we're talking about here. And we know that the uh, the exports uh, for, uh, for corn, ethanol has been good, exports for corn have been good, good enough. Uh, so we probably are in line uh, to see no major changes on the corn side of things. But on the soybean side of things, we're still lagging on the demand side. So on on the, on the export demand, it's uh, it's been uh, a little bit uh, laggy. We could still see them make 25 to 50 million uh, bushel uh, changes to the uh, to the number there. And crush has been good. 
maybe we see it go up about 10 million uh, bushels. And that uh, could be where we see a little bit of an offset. Maybe they just don't do anything and they kick the can. A lot of times, or well, that's what we think going into de the December report, because we're waiting for that big January report. They kind of mail it in on uh, December. But November, we could see minor changes that uh, uh, maybe move the market just a little bit. But I think uh, right now, everything is going to go from we're looking at the report on Thursday to Thursday afternoon and into Friday and into the weekend. We're going to go right back to talking about weather in South America, even though it's maybe a little bit too early to be uh, amped up about uh, production cuts. Greg, what's the story on the other side of the ag marketplace in the livestock complex? Well, if you look at this uh, at this uh, cattle market, it's uh, had a very nice rebound uh, last week. Did finish uh, with an outside day down on uh, uh, on Friday, but uh, other than that, it was a nice recovery. We got in and filled that gap uh, from uh, the cattle on feed report a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so we do look uh, okay uh, there. We've we've stabilized after the big sell-off. Uh, it's kind of the same thing on the uh, on the feeder side of things. It's it's stabilized. It's it's not as strong as the uh, as the fat cattle so we'll have to continue to watch that we continue to see the uh feeder cattle index uh, drop off it's uh, now it's about uh, 15 dollars off its highs from uh, uh from about a month and a half ago if you look at the uh, the hog side of things uh, now the hogs have been uh, very tough we've seen them them back off uh, significantly we saw a nice v bottom recovery uh, for the last two weeks here uh, i get a little bit nervous we hit these uh hit these v bottom recoveries and everybody starts to talk bullish. Well, that's a lot of times when the market will turn and go back uh, go back down and retest lows. So we are still in a long-term downtrend in that uh, in that hog market, but we've had a nice recovery back to the uh, to the highs that we saw at the very end of uh, September beginning of October. So if we can break through there, your next level up uh, is probably about uh, 3 to 5 dollars uh, from where we're at. Greg, with the hogs, I've been reading some things looking towards the future and specifically kind of the next year and kind of sounds like things, conditions might improve a little bit for the hogs, but it's still going to be an uphill climb. Is that kind of how you view it as well? Yeah, absolutely. The production numbers don't change enough to really say that uh, we're going to go into a uh, contractionary phase or anything like that. Uh, um, we probably are, are still a little bit over uh, overburdened with uh, with hogs at this point. But I think what we'll see uh, is maybe us uh, getting back up to this, uh, let's call it the uh, 76 to 78 level, uh, and start to to try and figure it out. You look at these, uh, you look at these deferred contract uh, hogs and go out to next spring and and early. Summer. Summer. And we're still sub uh, sub 95, uh, sitting right around 95 on the July contract, uh, about 94 on the June contract. Those numbers have uh, shown us over the last couple of years, we uh, we feel like once we get up above 100, we're we're comfortable at those levels. Now we haven't seen those levels in quite a while, so um, we will uh, we will typically see a nice uh, seasonal rally as we go into the end of the year. Uh, and that uh, usually goes for about a month to, to two months, but uh, we've got to we've got to get off this uh, uh, this very volatile uh, situation where we see big recoveries and then it just and then it just sells off and goes after the uh, the contract lows again. So I think for right now we're in the clear, but uh, we've got to. We've got to see these numbers uh, maybe lighten up a little bit. Maybe the cash uh, side of things uh, is what we have to see to uh, to prop us up a little bit here. Greg McBride of Allendale, our guest here this morning. Greg, lots of great information to get us started for our week. We appreciate it. What's the best way for our listeners to get in touch for more marketing information? 
give us a call at 800-2-MARKET. That's 800-262-7538. Greg, thanks so much for the time and have a great week. Thank you, Mark. That was Greg McBride with Allendale. It's time now for a check of the numbers. December corn up two and a half at 479 and three quarters. November soybeans up 14 and three quarters at 1342 and a quarter. January soybean meal down 80 cents at 431.60. January soybean oil up 79 cents at 49.99. Chicago wheat down one even at 471 and a quarter. Minneapolis wheat down one and a quarter at 719 and three quarters. Kansas City hard red wheat down two even at 641 and three quarters. December oats down a half cent at 371 and a half. On the Merck, December live cattle down $1.17 at 182.67. November feeder cattle down 95 cents at 239.65. December lean hogs up 70 cents at 72.45. December pork cutout down $1.42 at 80.10. And class three milk down six cents at 1727. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network.